Stand by. Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Liberal Cube. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical Liberal Cuber class. Today is Monday. <laughs> but it's a short week, so that's something. And uh, by that, I don't mean that the world will end by the end of the week. I mean that uh, Friday is Easter. Easter, good Friday. Good day off Easter Friday. Today within the Liberal Cube, however, is of course Movie Mondays, in which I discuss um, tennis. No, that doesn't make any sense. I discuss movies. Jesus, what were you thinking? The thing I like to say, especially on Movie Mondays, I think uh, most important on Movie Mondays, is to say that there will be spoilers. So, you have been warned. That is probably your one and only warning. Uh, so, warning. Also, I would like to say that if you like what you hear, meaning this podcast and not the sort of ambient noises in the room at any given moment, the only payment I ask is a million dollars. No, that is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is that perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Yay you for doing that. I love it. And you. Today's sponsor is two movies. <laughs> How about that? Sometimes it just works out like that. These are, uh, looks like sci-fi porn movies. So we have, uh, E.T. the Extra Testicle. And from the makers of Star Trek The Next Penetration comes the Undiscovered Cunt. Once again, today's sponsor is... E.T. the Extra Testicle, and Star Trek the Undiscovered Cut. Alright, let's jump right in because I am trying to uh, do a short episode today and get the three movies I have in before I get to work. So, wish me luck. Uh, perhaps break a leg? Mm, no, no. Just luck, I'll think. Just luck. Movie the first is called The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. And when you think of exotic, of course, the first person that pops into mind is Judy Dench. Is it not? <laughs> uh, I couldn't say that one without laughing. This is a movie about a group of senior citizens all from England? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All, all from um, England. I don't think necessarily London, but in and around there, I guess. Who decide that it would be a good idea to spend their sort of golden years in India? Hmm. I guess they do have the climate thing going for them, and uh, people of a certain age quite often do not like the cold. So, I guess that's smart. So they all set sail, or set flight, I guess more accurately, for what they assume is going to be a, a swanky um, hotel-slash-retirement villagey kind of feel to it. However, when they get there, uh, they all discover they are the first guests, 
and the place is in a sort of a sad state of disrepair. This uh, this movie fits well into uh, what we like to call the Sunday movie category in that it will get a higher rating for me if you uh, if it is watched on a Sunday, which I believe I did. So uh, as I mentioned, Judy Dench is probably the star. She does some of the narration as well, so in the form of uh, journal entries. She is a recent widower uh, who decides that her life, I guess, needs sort of a, a change, and she's got to get out of her house because there's so many memories of her dead husband's sadness. Definite uh, drama, this movie. Then there is... Um, I didn't write down the character names, but I did write down the actors who played them. For me, anyways, I think most of the, these actors fall into the category of did not know their names, per se. However, once I saw them, um, I'd recognize their faces and have seen them in a lot of things, such as Tom Wilkinson, who played a former, um, I guess it was judge. Yeah, like a British judge, parliament judge, something like that. they got a little different system going on over there in England with their wigs and what have yous. Uh, he actually had lived in India as a youth. Uh, give away a little bit of a spoiler to the fact that he is gay, and sort of the reason he wanted to go back was he was looking for someone he loved back as a youth, an Indian gentleman. Uh, apparently, in India, they do not like gay people, and uh, you will be shunned, your whole ha family will be shunned, you will have to move away, and it's just a sad, sad state of affairs, so shed a little light on that uh, subject, I guess. Yeah, that whole uh, that whole Middle East uh, over there in the, in the hot desert lands, for some reason, not a big fan of the gay people. Uh, yeah, curious. Uh, next is Bill Knightley and Penelope Wilton. They play a husband and wife. They've been married for a long time, not exactly happy together. Uh, husband and wife, she's a freaking, oh, I could not live with this woman for, well, <laughs> as long as this guy had, definitely, and probably much, much left, less. She's just not a nice person whatsoever. Uh, luckily, the missus is nothing like this woman, so made me, uh, you know what, maybe uh, seeing a movie like this in which a husband and wife team has a wife that is a horrible person, well make you uh, appreciate your husband or wife that much more. So, here you go. Here's another recommend for seeing this. Next is Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith, who uh, I'm sure you'll recognize again. These these are names that type them into Google Images, get a picture, you'll be like, oh yeah, I know her. Maggie Smith, she is a racist uh, with a bad hip. Her reason for going was sort of uh, the fact that it would take her six months or so to get a new hip if she had stayed in England. However, if she went over to India and stayed in this hotel, um, for some reason this operation would happen within uh, days or weeks rather than months. I don't know. Does such a thing as that exist? Or does this hotel exist? I, uh, I can't really say. Uh, so she was a little bit of a comic relief with her old lady racism. Something about old lady racism... Um, it's bad because it's racism, yes, but it's also when it's, when racism is coming out of a, uh, what appears to be a sweet little old lady, 
Um, it's I don't know. There is an element of comedy there. You have to admit it. It's just a juxtaposition, I guess. Okay. Uh, last lastly is Roland Pickup. <laughs> I like his last name, Roland Pickup, because in this he was. Um, sort of had styled himself as a ladies' man who liked to pick up uh, the ladies. Uh, so basically, this just follows a combination of their lives and the lives of the uh, owner of the hotel, a young Indian gentleman who's sort of trying to fill in the footsteps of his father, um, is in love with a woman who his mother would not approve of. That's another big Indian thing, apparently. The having to have the approval of your parents in order to be with someone you love. Okay, let's move on to... Oh yeah, uh, I guess I should throw up my rating, actually. Uh, rating, we will go... Uh, if you watch it on a Sunday, we'll give it a 4 out of 5. If you watch it on any other day, we'll give it a 3 out of 5. Definitely had that, uh, that heartwarming feel to it that I enjoy on a Sunday. Heartwarming, relaxed, just kind of people living their lives... Good Sunday movie vibe. Okay, let's move on to The Right. The Right starring not even just Anthony Hopkins, but Sir Anthony Hopkins. La-ti-ta. This movie, well, l l let me start off this way by saying uh, I have decided to create a sort of new rating for movies such as this. I have yet to give a movie rating a uh, any half stars. It's always one through five, no half stars. However, I decided that from now on, if there is a movie that I watch that uh, I get, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes into and then realize that I have seen before, uh, that movie from now on is going to get two and a half stars right down the middle. Okay, uh, so this <laughs> movie gets two and a half stars, because um, the missus and I actually watched it together, and, you know, 10, 15, 20, whatever minutes in, uh, she says, uh, have we seen this before? And I realized a little bit before that, but didn't say anything, because I was enjoying it nonetheless, that yes, we had seen it before. So you are here to see it, folks, a new rating created. Uh, this stars a young uh, American man by the, played by Colin O'Donohue, who I don't think I've ever seen in anything else other than this movie. Uh, he is the son of a mortician. He himself is a mortician. Apparently, uh, from as he describes it in his family, you are either a uh, mortician or join the priesthood. He, uh, I guess, tried out the mortician road and did not care for it too much. Uh, I can't imagine many people do enjoy that work. Uh, so he decides to join the priesthood, which in my mind, of course, if you've listened to many of these podcasts, you will know is ridiculous. Why would you do that? Devote your life to the horrible, horrible brainwashiness of religion. Ugh me shivers just saying it out loud. Uh, after he gets his education, which, uh, from the sounds of it, they teach things other than religion, he got um, very high marks in psychology and art, and bad marks in theology, so made me like him a little bit more anyway. <laughs> he decides to call it quits. However, uh, his sort of teacher, dean, I'm not quite sure what it was, sees promise in him, 
and realizes that his background in psychology and the fact that he was a mortician and probably is not very squeamish would make him perfect to take a course in exorcisms. Yes. This is uh, an exorcism movie, which are, are quite plentiful, this, this style of movie. Something happened where they just became very, very popular and they pop out quite frequently. This uh, is a halfway decent one. What makes it uh, at all good is, of course, Sir Anthony Hopkins, who, uh, and this is a spoiler, yeah, uh, medium, medium to large spoiler, through a series of sort of events that I won't give away, he becomes possessed. Oh, baby. Sort of very, very strongly reminiscent once he is possessed of his role in uh, Silence of the Lambs as Hannibal Lecter. He plays a pretty friggin' awesome, crazy, would-not-want-to-mess-with dude like that. So, uh, good stuff, basically. Uh, let's leave that behind and fit in my last movie called Castle in the Sky. I think perhaps the full title is La Puta. <laughs> is it Puta a bad word in Spanish or Italian? Puta? Am I, am I saying a bad word right now? La Puta, L-A-P-U-T-A, colon, Castle in the Sky. The Castle in the Sky. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the full title. And there's also, I should say, a... Is it Japanese? Pretty sure Japanese. A Japanese title as well. Because this is some anime. Uh, I mentioned, may have even been last Movie Monday that I went on a site that was like top 100 anime movies of all time and got me a bunch of them and warned you that I would be trickling them in on my Movie Monday. So here's another one. Uh, it is one that I think I may have seen bits and pieces of before, but never never the whole thing. Uh, if you listen to my last review of an uh, anime movie, you'll know I was not crazy impressed with it. What was that called? Five centimeters per second? Because it didn't have that, that craziness, uh, fantasiness stuff that uh, I enjoy in anime movies, and the and, and this one definitely did have have that flowing through its very veins. So uh, I appreciated this one much, much more. It is, I believe, from a very famous Japanese creator of anime. Ah, uh, shit. shit that, that's one of those things that, uh, if I was in front of a computer right now and not driving to work, I would look up. Uh, but I believe this gentleman has created a lot of beautiful, mu moving anime, and I think maybe my neighbor, my neighbor, Toro, is that what it's called? Oh shit! Well, I'll tell you what you do if you are a anime fan and a know what I'm trying to talk about, and b have any recommends for anime movies I should watch. What you can do is email me to the address provided in the closing credits. Yay, you, for a little audience participation. I like it. Uh, so the movie starts out where... Uh, so the movie is starring a young girl. She starts out on a sort of giant airship. We learn that she has been captured by some uh, very bad men. Oh, although at the beginning we don't quite know that yet, I guess. The ship 
is then attacked and boarded by pirates. Flying airship pirates. Airship pirates. I think airship pirates is something, for some reason, for some inexplicable reason, something that happens in a lot of uh, anime. Just even very, very recently from from my anime-ish um, consumption is the video game Ni no Kuni Wrath of the Witch King in which there's some airship pirate Falcon. So, I wonder why that is. Hmm. Maybe it's, well, one sort of uh, easy explanation is when you take regular pirates, such as would exist on, I don't know, the Seven Seas, and then transport them to flying through the air, it makes it a little, uh, a little more exciting. So why not? How about, ooh, uh, you know what I like too then? Just to amp it up maybe even further, is space pirates. Ooh. What's, uh, what's some good space pirates? Can't think of any off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure there's many examples out there of space pirates. Uh, so while this is happening, the girl falls, um, what could have been to her death. However, she's wearing a magical necklace that keeps her from falling quickly. She sort of floats down and quite literally lands in the arms of a young boy. They, uh, I guess you would say, team up, and uh, the rest of the movie is basically their journey to find this castle in the sky. Uh, what is believed by many to be a myth turns out, obviously, it's not a spoiler, if I'm telling you that a movie called Castle in the Sky has within it a castle in the sky. Now, if they had have looked for the castle in the sky and found out that it actually was a myth and then just went home, that would be a pretty boring movie. So that is not what happened. Eventually, also, the pirates that originally uh, attempted to kidnap her are, are not such bad guys and gal after all. Uh, the funny thing about the pirates is the pirate leader... It's like a like an old lady sort of witch looking, and all the pirates are her sons. Maybe they're just calling her mother, but I, I kind of don't think that's what was intended. I, I think it was actually supposed to be they were all her kids. So that's uh, this woman's um, this woman likes to push out kids. Jesus Christ! A whole whole team, a whole team, a whole fortress, a whole group full of pirates created from her very womb. Womb pirates, we'll call them. Folks, I'm at work. So, I did it. Yay. Uh, it is nice to be nice to the nice. Oh, rating. It's this one, three to five. All right. Nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Libro Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address, mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. 
Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine? The best is yet to come Come the day you're mine Live long and prosper.